Welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with your hosts Emily and Raquel. And this week we're talking about episodes 9 through 12 of Oh My Venus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that little Shasta yeah. <laughs> so, my signature. <laughs> my signature on this episode. <laughs> Raquel just did yeah at the end of all my comments really quietly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're back, jumping back into Oh My Venus, the best show ever made. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's really getting me. I, like, I feel like I just have to start every episode that involves Oh My Venus about how good Oh My Venus is. Because it's so good. I'm getting to the point where I'm worried about how much I like it, because we talked about how we legitimately want the actors who played the main characters to get together, and we've never had those feelings. No. Those are crazy feelings. We're pretty good at, like, separating our feelings. Like, or, like... Like, reality. Reality and the fiction of the... The K-drama world. Yeah. This has not... It's messing with me. It's because blurring the lines. It's so good that I just want everything about it to be real and true, and that's probably not super healthy. I mean, we stalk Henry Lau pretty heavily on Instagram. Yeah. And he's nothing like Jiwoon. He's no. still amazing. He's still he's awesome. He's probably better than Jiwoon. Yeah. Like, but like, if you read his bio, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's doing some stuff with his life. And I'm proud of him, and yeah. I would love to be friends with him. Yeah. But I don't think it would be like being friends with Jiwoon. No. It wouldn't. It, it would Because he's a different person. He's an actor. <laughs> he's Why? a real person. We're, we're losing our minds here. But yeah, today we were just discussing. We were like... You know, it would be cool if... Jiwoon and Youngho should be married. In real life. In real life. And then, like, I'm pretty sure they have relationships. Like, they have people in their life. And I think probably they're happy with where their lives are at. I hope so. I wish them all the happiness. Yes. As individuals and actors and people who are not together. Yep. It's just in my heart. (laughs) In my heart. Every part of Oh My Venus is a true story. That's all I want. Except for the sad parts. Just the happy parts. Yeah, that's why it's such a good show, because it's so real. Yeah. Episode 9 really brings you back with a lot of that sadness. Yeah, because it starts out with uh, my, my Beauty and the Beast moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was not the mo- the Beauty and the Beast moment I thought it would be. Like, right. it feels like it's being set up for it. But in the end, once again, they, they get to the point where they can talk about it, and mm-hmm. then... Young Ho has this whole monologue about uh, how people in the world are hurting, and it's a good monologue. Oh my god, I have so many quotes written down from this episode so that I didn't ruin them. It does a flashback to when she dislocated her shoulder, and they're in a random hotel room together, and he says that's why you shouldn't judge people. But based on looks. Yeah, because people, uh, what is it? How many people in this world are hurting? Mm-hmm. In the end, we all, whether it's a little or a lot, we are people who are hurt. And it's it has that playing over a montage of everybody in the show and the different ways they are hurting. Every single person except Ji Wung. Ji Wung is like... 
just a ball of pure happy at this point. Um, but yeah, every other person in the show has like their own thing to deal with, and and they play it so well. Yeah, as to both being able to relate to these people, but also seeing that Young Ho is is so understanding and just oh, he's just such a real guy. Yeah, I did not expect him to because he comes off as such like a loner Mm -hmm. and kind of a standoffish guy and you don't expect him to have just this deep well of emotional intelligence and empathy for people and then he's like no I am the picture of empathy let's talk about how people in this world need help he's also very typically witty and it comes off as mean sometimes yeah because he's sarcastic and dry Mm -hmm. and then good at it yeah so consistently hilarious he hits deep yeah and yeah so this episode just shows i think we talked last episode about how he reads all those how to be alone books (laughs) And he just whips out quotes from those books. Yep. (laughs) They don't seem like quotes. It's not like he's reading from the books, but they're really deep, beautiful messages that he just throws out all through this episode, and they touch your heart. This is one heart-touching episode. Thank God they have stuff like the hula hoop scene. Yeah. (laughs) Just to bring it back a little bit. Just to bring it back with Jiwoong and Those feel good. (laughs) June Sung going real, real hard at the hula hoop. Oh my god. Trying his best. The strongest man in the world who just can't hula hoop. No, I think he does it really well. He, he just does it so fast. Aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> that is very aggressive. It's Young Ho who can't hula hoop. Yeah. I think he does it once and he gives up. Just don't got those Shakira hips, you know? Yeah. He can't have it all, though. And then they keep that going for a minute until they slip back into the sadness, because Soojin is just one slippery slope of sadness that you can just fall into oh every, every freaking episode. Um, I'm ready for her to be finished with Wuxiek. Like, just done. Just break up with him. Like, don't keep stringing each other along. He's manipulating... Excuse me. He is manipulating her, and she is letting it happen, and it is... Every episode, you watch her cry, and him manipulate both his job and his personal life, and just be a real creep. So, he can toe that line of, like, still being weirdly attracted to his ex-girlfriend and thinking about her all the time, but telling this other girl, like, we're together, and I really care about you, Mm -hmm. and it's the most sociopathic, creepy... He is just keeping her on the hook. From where I'm standing, he doesn't give a crap about her, and that's all I can tell. Because he, I think after that, immediately turns around and, like, does something else, like, creepy and awful. Oh, he's just... Just tell him no. Yeah. And she, she, even she does, but, like, every time, he's like, no, it's because of you that you're saying no. It's not me. So I'm going to be the bigger person and say that we can still be together, even though it's you. We'll overcome the, the problem with you together. And you're like, it's not her. It's Stop th- saying that. It's not her at all. It is you. You're a creep. You're manipulating everybody. And it's probably killing her. Literally. Oh, yeah, that, that storyline is too real. Yeah. Of her being actually physically sick. 
Yeah, it's starting to stress me out. Yeah, it's I too sad. I feel so bad about it. Uh, you just wanted to have a real friend. You just wanted to have... What's... Hyunwoo. Yeah. You needed to have a Hyunwoo. Who's, like, in her corner, except, I mean... There's not a whole lot that is going on in her life that I'd say is 100% her fault, except maybe the fact that she doesn't have a friend. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Ju-un would have been her friend again in a second. Yeah. Because she, like, was shocked but happy to see her. Mm-hmm. And then... She was like, oh, you're dating my ex. And then Sujin has made it her sole purpose in her professional life to ruin Ju-un's professional yeah, life. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's like, this is the least professional professional setting while still being professional that I've ever encountered. I don't... I don't get it. No, it's like watching Mean Girls, but, like, the lawyer, executive lawyer edition. <laughs> the adults, in quotes, edition. Yeah. And you find out, obviously... Jun was pretty in love with Wushik, and it would be hard enough to have him kind of stolen away mm-hmm. by Su Jin. But you find out that Jun was going to propose on their fifteenth yeah. anniversary. And you find that out when after he has that conversation with Su Jin that night before he like somehow they how did these people these like. This small handful of people keep running into each other in Seoul. Oh my god, it's such a big city. You'd think they would never run into each other. But they go to a freaking coffee shop and everyone shows up at the same coffee shop. And, like, within reason, I know, like, the same group of people probably attend, like, or, like, go to the same coffee shop. But also, like, it's weird that he was calling her and then walks into the coffee shop. Yeah. And is, like... Here's your tie bag. Yeah, we need to have a talk. (laughs) Though her reaction to him giving her the tie is my favorite thing. Like, oh, you don't have a trash can in your house? (laughs) (laughs) And he's, oh, he's just so manipulative that he's constantly like, oh, I just wanted to know if you wanted it back. And she's like, nope, I don't. Yeah. But I'll throw it out if you want me to. Like, I'll take it. I don't care. I'm not going to keep it. Give it to my new boyfriend. Yeah. And then she has a really adult conversation about learning how to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that entire situation was him... Sitting with hearts in his eyes, like, trying to get her back. Right. In, like, a really creepy roundabout way, because he says he doesn't want her back. Uh-huh. And that that's not what it's about. But, like, why are you here? Why are you even Ooh. here? Leave her alone. Oh, and then Sijin walks in, of course... Because yeah. cause everyone runs into each other all over Seoul, and freaking Young Ho watches her be gifted this tie, and he doesn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But he's an adult with an open relationship. Open means, like, they have really good communication. <laughs> yeah, not like open, not like they're like, seeing people. Not like, you can marry Wushik, that's fine. <laughs> we'll stay together, though. But... Open as in she goes home and he's like, what's that tie about? And she can be like, oh, well, I was going to propose, but, you know, that didn't work out. So now it's trash. Yeah. Like, let's throw this away. And they can be normal after that. Yeah. But, I mean, this is just messing with poor Sujin's head because she had to stumble upon this. Because she has the worst relationship. Yeah. And can't ask Wushik what the tie's all about. Right. They're a mess. Oh, what a mess. And And then it does that thing that the show does where it messes you up and then gives you exactly what you want and they go camping. Yes. (laughs) 
the best episode. So cute. Oh, that camping trip, which is even made even better by, I mean, like, no, everything about it makes it, they're all, it's all so good. I think I my favorite part was Hyunwoo meeting Jiwoong. Yeah. And she is all of us. She's like, right? oh my god, I love you. Like, you had the, like, her reaction to him was what I was hoping to get from every other character that's met him. Because <laughs> it's how I feel on the inside. Yeah, like, I just want to hang out with him and, like, be as excited <laughs> as he is. Like, ask him, or wait for him to ask you to give you piggyback rides all the time. That's my dream. <laughs> That sounded creepy. I just wish people would carry me everywhere. It wasn't supposed to sound that gross. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a piggyback ride. It's fine. Yeah, like, literally, I just want the whole carrying part. But also, like, Jiwoong's adorable, so... So it'd be nice to meet him, period. But it's so validating to see a a fake character who gets to meet him be a fangirl like (laughs) we would all be in real life. Oh, so So good. And then... Uh, sly, sly, young ho takes the opportunity to be like, oh, oh, we're doing a secret reveal? Well, uh, guess what? We're dating. We're dating! Ah! <laughs> and it's, yeah, that's a, that's a real mic drop. Yeah, and it's such a good mic drop because, I don't know, it was her idea to do all of this, and it was also kind of her idea to keep the relationship on the down low until she moved into her new place. Yeah. And he's like, I mean, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I don't care and I want this out. Yeah, let's just... He's so bad at secrets, it's such a good thing to be bad at. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know how to lie and keep things away from the people I love. I love it. Ugh, <laughs> oh, amazing. And... I think that's the end of the episode, yeah. and it starts episode 10 by them all going home. But, like... Weren't they camping? Weren't they camping? And they, <laughs> they don't even go home. Okay, so Jiwoong and Jin Sung go home, and it shows them in the car talking about how excited they are for their relationship. It's right? So cute. And they're like, oh, mom and dad are getting together. <laughs> we love it. Finally. And Kang Ji-un and Kim Young-ho have kind of an interview with Hyun Woo where she's like, is he good boyfriend material? Does he have a job? And that's a weird question to ask people who actually do have to keep a secret about his job. Uh-huh. Legally. Legally. So he's like, no. Nope, I'm unemployed. And she's like, I'm just saying, think about it a little bit. Like, do you want to end up with someone who doesn't have a job? It doesn't matter if he's dripping with sexiness. <laughs> So it's pretty good comedy. Yeah, it it feels really, really good until you think about the tents they set up. Right. Why did they leave? I can't <laughs> I can't walk away from this point. That's what I was gonna say. They they leave, but they're pretty much all together. Yeah. Like, like they not... go to the same place. Yeah. So why? Why did they even leave? Why did they well, have these they... conversations at the campground? Who took down the tent? Who took they they had a whole scene yeah. of Ju'un. And Hyunwoo setting up the tents, and why didn't they sleep in them? Why didn't they sleep in the tents? Literally, oh, King Ji-un goes into Young Ho's bedroom later that night and says, I forgot the last part of camping. 
dot 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 me and Raquel are sitting here waiting for her to be like the actual candy. <laughs> like actually sleeping outside. Sleeping in a tent on the ground and she says talking all night. And then they stay together anyway. Why? Why I just, did they leave the campground? So we grew up in Utah mm-hmm. where camping is like it's life to people. Yeah. Like it like you do it, it and your you, vacation. You go hard. Like, you can't, like, you set up the tent, and that is your home. I've camped for, like, five days max, but... Like, yeah, like, I'm a, I'm terrible at camping, and I still camp harder than them. Like, yeah, like, like, average three days in the wilderness. <laughs> you just go out. Yeah. And you do the thing. And you, like, I don't know, like, because they also made it, like, a slumber party camping. So cute. I want to incorporate that part of camping yeah. into my camping. Yeah, like, they had a really fun time. I just thought that when you go camping, you also, like, you spend at least enough time outdoors to do one, like, hike. It doesn't yeah. have to be strenuous. It can be, like, a stroll through a forest or something. But it seems to be part of the camping is, like, the meditation, the getting away from it all. Like, yeah. you go climb the mountain or go on the hike or, like, swim in the lake, you know? Right. Just weird, random stuff that you don't do in real life. Yeah, because you... you don't have your phone, and you don't have your computer. And it's really hard to get away and, like, go swim in a lake, but, oh, you're sleeping next to the lake. Yeah. How <laughs> cool is that? Might as well go in the lake. Yeah. Maybe not know. Maybe not for those. It was a winter camping trip, but that's the... Anyway, it, it had to be outside. <laughs> so... Rule number one. I just don't get why it was like a quick hangout where you set up a tent and then because the worst part about camping is setting up and taking down the tent. (laughs) So it's like all they did. It's all they did. Oh, I just don't get it. I just don't understand why they couldn't have had all their discussions at the campground. Like maybe they could have all walked away to like a like a more isolated place for. They didn't need to. There are five people that are very very close. Yeah, like four of those five people live together. Yeah. <laughs> Three of them go to have a meeting, and the other two are waiting at home to hear how the meeting went. I don't know. It's just so dumb. I hated yeah. that. Yep. Why couldn't they just tent camp? Tent camp. Or but have yeah. a regular slumber party at someone's house, I guess. Like, yeah. it's childish. It would be hard to, like, put together. Or but validate. Yeah, but, <laughs> Why like... Why are we doing this? <laughs> but at least they... It would all make more sense. It would all make more sense. But either way, they um, they sleep in the same bed, Ju-un and Young-ho, which I know they probably wouldn't have done camping, so that's kind of cute. Yeah. And they sleep foot to face. Right. Which is hilarious. And he, like, interviews her, because they do, like, getting to know each other, talking. Trivia. Yeah, they're really sweet. Which is nice, because you... You know so much about Young Ho, and I feel like you know a good amount about Ju Eun, but other people don't know. Like, right. we know from flashbacks and her family. But yeah, she doesn't really talk about it, so it was nice hearing her talk about it, and I love her reasoning for becoming a lawyer, actually. Yeah. I. It's weird, because I would want the answer to be, like, I'm really passionate about the law, and I'm a smart person, but really it's just, like, I never wanted my family to have to deal with anything alone ever again. Yeah, it's both families need a successful kid to make money and help them out as their parents get older, and my family was kind of screwed when I was younger because we were poor, and I don't want that to happen to poor people again. Yeah. And 
there was like 5% of, I just started and couldn't stop. Right. I just kept going. Yeah. Like, I just, I was in it and I have to finish what I start, so. So now I'm a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, she's so good. She's so pure of heart. I like her a lot. Me too. And then she moves into a new place. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And then I can't like her as much anymore. I can't like her anymore. Because uh, she's a creepy creep who keeps band-aids. For years, apparently. That's disgusting. She keeps putting these little band-aids that Young Ho... He didn't, like, gift them to her. He just put them on he her. put them she on her bleeding. when she was bleeding. And they're all... They're not all bloody. They're just, like... There's probably have blood on some them. Some blood. And dirt and grime, and she's kept them on her phone and on her walls. And, and as we discussed last episode, like, I think at least a year has passed since they met. And so one of those band-aids came from the day they met. <laughs> And it's been stuck to, like, different places over the years. Somehow it's still sticky. Yeah. And, uh, and I just want to throw up. Like, if you're going to steal something from somebody's house. Like, steal a vase. Steal a vase. A He's lamp. got a really cool lamp next to his bed. <laughs> he does have a really cool lamp. It's, like, white twigs. Yeah, I'd steal that. I'd steal that lamp in a second. <laughs> steal the lamp. Steal a side table. Steal Get anything. big. He's sleeping. It's crazy. Steal a couch. What she decides to keep with her, like her stalker flowers and her band-aids. She has... You're a little messed up. Yeah, she has a lot going on. Oh, so yeah, she's great <laughs> one second and then... Terrifying. It's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> And then it's Young Ho's first day of work, and he's got a so big fun. meeting with, um, including Sujin and his uncle. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, at the end of the meeting, his... Oh, no. Maybe it was during the meeting. I don't know. I just wrote there's a big old power play on his stupid uncle. The oh. uncle's, like, scheming against him, and he's like, I don't care. Oh, I think he gives him the, the plan for a new VIP... Medical center. Right. And he's like, I'm not going to sign it before I read it. And he reads it, and he's like, yeah, I can't sign this, so we'll just have to put the project off. Yeah. Which is awesome. And his uncle hates it. Which is the best part, because that guy sucks. Stupid gecko face. Stupid gecko face. (laughs) And then Sujin approaches him after the meeting, and that's when he does a power play on Sujin. I don't even remember what she says, but he's like, um, I don't care about you. My girlfriend is Ju'un, and our relationship is between us. Yeah, because she tries to do something. And something dumb and Sujin-ish. Yeah, and, she, and he's like, no, I'm not having this. Yeah. You know who I respect? My, my girlfriend, Ju'un, so. Mm-hmm. So, just leave. Yep. I think this Ooh. meeting's over. He's such a cool... Freaking executive director, he's so good at it. Right? Because he brings in that, like, dry, no-bones-about-it mm-hmm. attitude. But instead of applying it to a sense of humor, he's applying it to his, like, work. And he's both intimidating, but also, like, knows what he's doing. Yeah! Oh, he's so cool. He's so good at being executive director. Now it's... I can see why his grandma pushed him so hard. Right? It makes you really, really sad because... I don't he's... think he wants it. He doesn't want it, and he's got a half-brother who was groomed from birth, followed all the rules, went to doctor school, 
came back to Korea and was ready to take the executive director position. And everyone's like, sorry about it. Sorry. But that said, it's not like he doesn't have options as a doctor. Like, he can figure something out. It's just, oh, so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. His family... His There's family so many scenes between them that I just want to skip over. It's always really just not a comfortable situation at all. Mm-hmm. Ever. His family is so uncomfortable. There's a stepmom who does not get along with his grandma. Yeah, even though she tries. She's like She's like her slave. Yeah, but like for nothing. For nothing, because apparently his dad married her. Because he needed to marry someone so that so that his son Young Ho could inherit the company. Yeah, I don't understand it, but I don't understand it. But it's really sad. Yeah, that poor woman. And then for some reason they had a kid that they groomed for one thing, and then took it all away from him. Yeah, ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? And the father never loved his second son, so it's really, really sad. Yeah. And the mother only loves her son, the stepmom. Yeah. Like, her whole world is that kid. And she just wants him to be happy. And be the executive director. Yeah. And the uncle is always scheming for Yeonju to be the executive director as well. Because he wants the, the power. Yeah. But also, like, he seems to love Yeonju. And he More definitely than loves his sister. Yeah. So it's like this weird family. Oh, I hate it's his family. It's a lot. It's so much. If there weren't, if if he just really cut off relationships with his family, I think this show would have almost no drama in it. Right? Because it's all like overwhelming family drama. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's most Korean dramas. Yeah. Seem to be pretty family crazy, but. Yeah. When I. When it introduced his dad, I was like, oh, okay, good. Another, like, emotionally constipated K-drama dad. Uh-huh. So. Classic. Classic. And June moves out. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, June Song and Jiwoon come for a he welcoming party. <gasps> yeah. And they apparently just spend a lot of time at her apartment, and I really like that. I like that, too. I think that... It's nice that it doesn't matter where they are as long as they're all together. Yeah. And then they gotta turn around and Petey Go finds out that John Kim is Young Ho and releases it upon the world. Yeah. What a freaking mess. He's such a non-character. I know, because he's literally just conflict. Like, he, he, I think he's the only character that doesn't really have any role to play. Like, I think they just made him the ex-husband because, God, we have to give him something else besides, like, some faceless, nameless... PD. Yeah. So, yeah, then he comes in to ruin everything, and Uncle Cha starts turning the board of directors on the chairwoman and the um, Young-ho as the new executive director. And, and then they have that great big march into the building. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Holy cow! So much drama. Yeah, and then like it's all for nothing, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So there's scheming uncle with the board of directors, and then Petey Go and Wushik, who's working for the skeezy uncle, who's mm-hmm. turning the media on Young Ho and man, it's all their plot. Company. It's all plot. <laughs> it's all work. No play for this. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bless <laughs> young how. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, young how. It ain't my fault. <laughs> then it ends with um, Ju-un getting all dressed up because she's like, my boyfriend isn't calling, but I look good. Look, I fit into my old dress. <laughs> and she's yeah. walking around in heels and she full does, makeup. She looks good. She looks very good. I'm proud of her. She lost all that weight she wanted to lose. And then she reads the article about Young Ho being John Kim, and she's like, I have to find him. And she runs out, and he's right outside. Yeah. And it's the worst. I get it. Is. Yeah. she says, I want to give you a space outside of this world. Because that's what he said to her. Yeah, and it's really sweet until she get, she takes it too ser- like too far. Too she's seriously. Like boarding. Departing. Departing. And she's like hugging him like a weird hostess, like air hostess. <laughs> Like, please stop with the analogy. Yeah. It's too much. Just give him a hug. Good Just let him inside. <laughs> Go into the house. He's freezing. Oh, man. But she looks great. Yeah. And that's the cliffhanger, I guess. Yeah. That's the How end. great does he think she looks? That is the end Boom. of the episode. And then there's episode 11. Oh, and you find out he has knee pain. Because oh. he's stressed and it yeah. triggers. That was, that was it. And it's a bad deal because she doesn't know what to do. Yeah. So they seem, they kind of play it up as Young Ho has panic attacks. So it shows, like, when he talks to his dad was when he had the Beauty and the Beast one. Yeah. And now that his identity is revealed, he's kind of having another panic attack. Yeah, it's like it triggers his nerve pain. Yeah. And then he's horrible to watch. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. And then she calls Jun Seung and she's like, what do I do? And he's like, just be there for him. And they're both so sad together. And, and it's so sad. It's heartbreaking. <gasps> then you learn about his sordid past. Oh my god. He has a messed up past. Jun Seung. It has a flashback that starts with him running from gang members with guns. Yeah. And you're like, what is going on? Thank God. Young Ho is, has the power of coming out of nowhere and saving <laughs> people. His superpower, and thank God for it, because he saves him and becomes his father. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the best dad a young man with a terrible past could ask for. So this little orphan gets... Uh, launched into the world of martial arts, and the rest is history, as they say. He's now the Korean snake, so yeah. obviously it went well. The strongest man in the world and a true champion. <laughs> as some would define yeah. him. And yeah, so that's crazy. And then he's like crying on the floor in the present time because he's having a flashback that's tr- and he's sad. And-, and he finds out his dad's in a lot of pain. And it just makes him heartbroken to know that he can't help him like um, Young Ho has always helped him. Yeah. It's really, oh, it gets ya. It and gets then ya. instead of cutting to a really funny scene with Ji Wong, like they classically do, if only, they introduce Eugene into the scene. And she comes and is so, she just can't read a room. Can't freaking read a room. She literally says, Sad things are all the same. You're like, um, excuse no. me, he's 
thinking about his gunshot and how somebody saved him from the streets after he was pretty much orphaned. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I guess all sadness is kind of the same. Your sadness is probably rough, too, I'm sure. (laughs) sadness might be different, though. Yeah. Whatever it is. I don't think it's the same. It's just another one Uh, of those good juxtapositions of the show. Right. They probably didn't intend it, Mm -hmm. but they're constantly showing uh, Young Ho having these really beautiful, like, um, monologues and lines that cut deep to the core. Right, and then they bring them back. But and then Eugene comes in and she's like, I could do that. Sad things are all the same. <laughs> it's like That's a book I read. Right, and it's also like, I just feel like that's not how you comfort a person in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe later you can kind of be like, a lot of people feel sad. We'll I, get through this. Right, but instead it's just like, I'm going to, while you are currently sad, like while you're laying there sad, I'm going to invalidate your sadness. Yeah. Oh. Like, you monster. Yeah, you just seem bad for that. Sometimes you want to get on Eugene's team, and you get on it for just a second, and then she pushes you right back off. Yep. Forced. Forced off that wagon. Forced off her team. Oh, and then, then they do it. The classic turnaround. Oh, yeah, and that next morning, they go to the park, and they exercise with their RoboCop masks on. So cute! Oh, it's so good. The ladies, they just do some crazy exercises, (laughs) and they have some good, good comedy, and some good, cute romance moments. Which feels so good. Mm -hmm. It feels so good, because... It feels right. They had some heavy stuff. They had a plotty episode before, and then a sad beginning, and... We needed this. We needed this break, homies. Oh my gosh. And then they bounce right back. Yep. And you find about find out about Jun Song's mom. Cause yeah. um King Jun goes to her old lawyer. Mm-hmm. Sorry. She goes to Jun Song's mom's old lawyer. And that's finds her lawyer, out, yeah. And finds out her sordid past where she was in an abusive relationship and murdered her husband, but being a victim of domestic violence wasn't really a thing in the law. So she was just a murderer. So she was just a murderer, and she was sent to prison pregnant with Jun Song and had the baby. In prison. In prison. So, of course, he was orphaned, and she has been too ashamed to come back. And then you kind of find out, oh, maybe this is a little later. Anyway, eventually you find out that um, that she, like, kind of tried to find him, but then she found out he was being taken care of by a nice young man. Yeah, you find out that Young Ho was taken, obviously you know that he was taking care of him, but that he met his mom. Yeah. And was like, he's doing okay. Yeah, he's fine. Like, it'd be nice if you want to come see him, but just know that you don't have to worry about him. And I think then she kind of went into her hermit shell of shame. Yeah, she's like, I can't bring him down. And it's like, yeah. he wouldn't see it that way. No. He's always wanted a mom. He's always wanted a mom. So, I don't know. It's, that's a hard thing. Yeah. So much of this show is like, if you wanted to know, the law in Korea is broken in some ways. You're like, right? Thanks. Like, oh god. What fun facts. <laughs> the law does seem broken. Yep. 
And that's that's what we've learned. I mean, I feel like it's the same just about anywhere you go. Right. But it's been hard to find out through the lens of a K-drama, because then everything feels very dramatic. Mm-hmm. And you see so much of the victims, and it feels real sad. Yeah. Um, and later, it skips to Sujin in her apartment, and freaking... Bushik breaks in. He's oh, like, God. I just wanted to come comfort you. And you're like, he can't, he can't break in and comfort someone. That's not how it works. You're an a-hole. That's actually illegal. And she says that as Young Ho's lawyer, she found out that PD Go illegally obtained Young Ho's license in the United States. And that's how the whole story broke about Young Ho being John Kim. And you know that Wushik had a big part in that. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. So you're just waiting for that to come tumbling down. God. And the next day, um, Sujin goes to Ju-un's office and tells her, like, Wushik is the one that gave PD Go your boyfriend's identity and told him to break the story. Right, and you think that that's going to be something where it's like, and now there's this conflict between us. No, she was just... Being, like, classic Sujin. Trying to stir the pot and failing. Yep. Because June doesn't care about her ex-boyfriend. Nope. Like her ex-boyfriend cares about her. Yeah. There's no weird lingering obsession. She's like... No, I uh, have, like, a really, really awesome boyfriend right yeah. now. So. so, I'm mad, but it happened, and my boyfriend's still the executive director of this giant company, so... so. It all worked out on this end, homie. Looks like we're gonna we're gonna work it out. Cause as as his lawyer, aren't you involved in this too? It sounds like your boyfriend's the the culprit, yeah. if you will. <laughs> I don't know, but good luck with that. And then it shows the sixty first anniversary party. We've been talking about this the whole dang show. Yeah, getting ready for that big reveal of who's gonna be the executive director of Boo-boo. the company. And they have a couple spots in the 11th episode where they have, like, news reports that are like, we don't know if they're going to announce the new executive director. We don't even know what's going on at that company. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I feel like they don't really play up the drama as much as they could, which is nice because I don't really care. Yeah. I don't feel like at any point you're like, oh, is Youngju going to be the new executive director? Right. He's got a chance. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just not ever worried about it. So when Young Ho is like, yeah, I'm going to be the executive director. And then, I'll be at the party tomorrow. Yeah. You, you're like, yeah. That's Sounds right. what I expected. <laughs> so it's it's the night of the big party and... Everyone is dressed nice. Nice! <laughs> oh my god, they look gorgeous. So good. Sujin. Her June. Oh, they're both their dresses. Like angels. They look like angels. They're so beautiful. I just wish oh they would God. be friends. I just wish they could be best friends. Beautiful best friends. And then... Oh, and the boys look so nice. The boys look so uh, nice. But then Wooshik. <laughs> as soon as the... That, uh, it stole the show. It is so extra. Yeah, it's a lot. It's so much. <laughs> I love it, and I hate it. It's 
He's trying so hard. He's so hard. He does stand out. <laughs> he does. I'll give him that. Everyone can see him. Yeah. Every person. All eyes are on Wushik tonight. <laughs> Just how Wushik wanted. Mm-hmm. And it ends with um, Kang Joon being like, I don't know where Kim Young Ho is. No one does. I'm gonna go find him. And, and she finds him. They start, yeah, running around. Then they find him. Spoiler alert, they find him. <laughs> no one knew if they would find him. We, but they do. They do. We thought the show would end there. <laughs> but they find him. And it jumps into episode 12. Where he's having a panic attack again. Yep. He's having a real hard time. And she says things that are flashbacks. So it's the... Classic, oh my Venus, using quotes from prior episodes yeah. and doing them direct quotes. So it feels right, but it's a little bit callous. Yeah, it's like, you can withstand this. I like. She's like, you're not at your limit. Because you're, you're enduring it the way you are. So like, like, you're still awake. You're you alive. pass out from pain. Yeah. So uh, but think, are you dead? <laughs> but are you dead? <laughs> Get up on the stage if you ain't. Like, oh. It seems really cruel. Yeah, to, like, make a, like, tortured person stand on the limb that is torturing them. Uh-huh. She does a, it does a flashback to when she uh, persevered through her own struggles. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to feel that. Yeah. And I felt that. I so felt it. It was there. So they did okay. Yeah. And then they get him up, and they, they send him in. He makes his big speech. Yeah. <laughs> He stands up, and you think, like, everyone's watching him walk in, and he comes in with, like, a procession of suited men. The boys are there. King Joon is there. They all walk up to and let him, like, take his place at the podium, and he's just like, I'm gonna be the director. And everyone claps, and no speeches were made, and everyone's just like, oh, yes. She's like, I'll see you at the office, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Executive director. Man of few words. Oh, my God. We oh. laughed for a long time. Because <laughs> it's just so weird. It's just so anticlimactic. We couldn't tell if there was supposed to be, like, a cut. Like, maybe it's, like, how a year has passed, but we didn't know a year has passed. Except that it's always Christmas. Yeah, and then, but, like, in this instance, like, an hour has passed, but, I don't know, probably an hour-long speech is too much. Maybe 20 minutes has passed. Yeah. Because they're clapping like he just gave a big speech. Yeah, like, all you standing is, ovation. <laughs> yeah, like, hey guys. <laughs> Dope night. <laughs> <laughs> Open bar, y'all. <laughs> and then it's done. <laughs> oh. But then they have a really nice moment <laughs> where Jun walks Young Ho out to his car and with everybody, everybody in the room walks him out to his car. And she's yeah. kind of getting shuffled around. And then like And they search each other out. And he's like looking for her. And they they do that little wink. Yeah. Oh, I think she does the dimple. Yeah, and then the, like, little... Little... I don't know. Yeah. You, you'd know it if you saw it. We're both doing it. <laughs> to each other. <laughs> That's good podcasting. <laughs> you know... She does a little hand signal. <laughs> and he winks. And it's adorable. It's so cute. And then she goes inside and sits down, because she's, like, 
twisted her ankle, or at least like she, her feet are swollen from literally running in heels. Yeah, she was so fast. She probably should have taken them off. But she was in like a nice, classy place. So I don't yeah. blame her. Yeah, she's just hurt now. She was just moving too much, too much. And Young Ho, Superman. It's so his, weird. He took off. Superpower. He took off in the back of a car. And then he shows up because <laughs> someone's in danger. He that, saw the he saw the bat call. The bat signal up in the sky. Someone's in danger, <laughs> and he showed up. And he was like, "Hey, your foot's swollen." And she's like, mm-hmm. "Let me touch it. <laughs> Let me touch it a lot. Prod it." <laughs> but he actually said some really cute things. Yeah, he's like, sweet. You're pretty enough to run through my dreams all night, or something. Yeah. Not on this foot, though. Yeah. She's real hurt. But, ooh, another respect moment for Ju-un. She had it handled. She had it handled. Boys, pull the car around. He's like, oh, I'll take you to the hospital because I need to take care of you. She's like, no, you don't. I've lived an entire life without you taking care of me. There are people waiting for me yeah. over there. Look at look at our our beautiful boys. Look yeah. at our beautiful boys. They're smiling. They're ready to take me places. So we're going to the hospital without you. You can go home and get some rest. And I'm just so proud of her for not being like the damsel in distress who's like, I'm just going to sit here all night until somebody helps me. Until someone asks me if I'm okay. She's like, I'm going to text my friends. And say, pick me up. <laughs> I could use a band-aid. Bring the car around. Because I'm not walking. I need a new band-aid for my collection. She's going to have that foot wrap forever. Yep. Like a headboard. <laughs> oh. I just really like June. And then, oh, they take her home and her mom's there. Yeah, surprise, wearing, wearing her boyfriend's clothes. Kind of weird, but yeah. very comical. And I love her mom. Oh my god. She's so sweet. Her mom's so nice. And she uh she gets the privilege and honor of meeting Ji Woo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good moment. That's a good moment. And she gets to feed the boys oh, and thank them for taking care of her beautiful daughter. And poor Jun Song just watches her and and thinks about wants a mom. Just just give that boy a mom. Give that boy a mom. <laughs> He's so sad. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, those yearning eyes. I know. Oh, not in a creepy way. Just, just for a mom. Just for a mom. It's all he wants. Someday he'll have a mom of his own. We'll get you a mom, buddy. And the next morning, um, Ji Wung's eating some good oxtail soup from Ju's mom. <laughs> and he's like, uh, this is for me, the son in law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cute. I like that. Young Ho takes it away, because he just is very jealous that they got to meet the mom. To meet the mom and got to hang out with her and be get get some good, good food from her. Someday soon, Young Ho. Someday soon. You'll get to meet her. Um, oh, we get another one of those scenes. Uh, one of those scenes. <laughs> one of the grandma and stepmom scenes. Oh my god. And they are actually physically painful. It's so uncomfortable to sit through these scenes. We don't even talk about them in the podcast. No. There's so many of There's them. There's so many. We skipped. Because we just have to brush over them because you guys don't need that twice. It's sad. Yeah. So that happens. So she says, I'm his young host stepmom. I don't know her name. Tells the chairwoman, 
I'm moving out and I'm leaving my husband here with you because you need him for some reason. Yeah, I but don't know. It's she's just, taking her little boy and they're leaving the house. What a dynamic. It's those really sad. Two sad, sad people have. Then we can just move on to another sad conversation. From let's jump from one sad conversation into a new sad conversation, <laughs> where uh, the interview uh, with. Jun Seung's mom about her past and how she just felt like she couldn't. And that's the point at which uh, good Jun is like, alright, well, um, here's his number. You need it. You don't have to call him. But here it is. I if think, you need it. I think you'll want this. Oh, so sad, but like a little bit of hope at the end. Yeah. And then, of course, they balance out all the sadness. With one of the best scenes. Oh. We're just going to say every episode is the best episode. Because. From now on out. It's true. And, like, you know us. We're going to we're gonna always maybe exaggerate, but maybe we're not exaggerating. I think every episode is the best episode of this yeah. show. Especially the good parts. If yeah. we could just cut all the really happy scenes together. Right? And just, like, a super cut of good feelings. Because <laughs> that, that magical Christmas. Go from Ju'un Day to camping to Christmas. Like... We'll just watch those ones yeah. over and over again. <laughs> Forever. Their date, we can toss that in there. Oh, yeah. That coat hug. Matching oh, scarves. Those matching scarves. <laughs> so much of it. There's so much more to come, I think. Yeah. And they have the cutest Christmas with so many of the good friends. We were curious. Just if anybody's aware, please let us know, because we're legit curious. If it's a thing that adult Korean people feed each other as often as these people do. Yeah. Is that, like, a cute thing that they put in K-dramas, like, this is supposed to be cute? I've literally never put food anywhere near Emily's face. That's... Uh, I would not dream of it. Yeah, because... And, like, I think you and I, we're, like, codependently close friends. Yeah, like, like we share all our food. Yeah. We just don't <laughs> feed it to each, it other. In each other's mouth. That's... But they do it so often, and I'm like, it's adorable, I'm fine with it because they're characters on a show, but I think if I went to Korea and my friend tried to feed me, I'd, I wouldn't know what to do. I, yeah, I'd be like, do I do I take this from you with my mouth? Can I just hold it? Can, Can I, hold I have it? it? <laughs> Can I hold it with my hands? Because that's what I'm going to do. But just curious about that. If anyone knows, let us know. <laughs> Because it's adorable. I'm into it. It's sweet. I don't think I'd participate, but it's sweet. Yeah. And they have a lot of good fun, and they sing their songs from camping, and it's... Oh! I just get so mad rewatching it, because (laughs) I know what's to come. Right, because it's like this really magical time, and then they have... I, like... I know we say every scene is the best scene. I don't think they can top this scene for heartbreaking scenes because who they should have won an award right because they made the moms cry they made all the moms cry it just is a a monologue about moms being lonely and missing their children on christmas it's a real sad song and it shows each of their moms and why they're all sad and why they're alone and And trying to get a hold of their they're babies. They're adult children who are yeah. all having a great time together. Yeah, off together, having a happy Christmas Eve. <sighs> Holy. That oh. is hard. It's so hard. We just talk about 
I mean, I think me and Raquel now say making the moms cry <laughs> as an idiom to me. The saddest thing that could happen. Like, uh, that's that's just making all the moms cry. <laughs> that could make the moms cry. Uh, I just can't. I just can't. I don't have anything to say because it's so sad. It's so sad. Like, I can't. If we go into details, we'll start crying on the podcast. I don't think I've ever cried at a K-drama. Even the first time watching it, I was like, oh my god. But the second time watching it, when we had to take notes, I was like, just, I can't look down to take notes. Yeah, I was starting to actually tear up. And it's funny, because I, I had to look down to take notes so that I could stop reading the words on the screen, because <laughs> it was breaking me. But that first time we watched it, we were in it. Like, mm-hmm. and Emily had just moved to Japan, so that was just a cruel, like, like, at least I gotta be like, so I'll just drive and see my mom tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, how am I ever gonna see my mom again? <laughs> I'm gonna be with her on Christmas Eve. This story ends well, because Emily is in America right now, and she got to yeah. see her mom, so. I just stayed with my mom for a long time. Yeah. She's great. She's a great mom. And she's not crying. She's not crying, because Emily's not making her cry. Yeah! <laughs> Don't make the moms cry. Don't make the moms cry. But then... Jun Song's mom stops crying long enough to call him and say, Hey, I want to meet you. And Jun Song is oh. as excited as Ji Woon is every morning. <laughs> <laughs> it is touching to see. The he's look a little on bit of a robot. Face. He's so happy. That look, and he's like, he's a little shaken. And his good dad, Young Ho, gives him he's car like, keys and money. <laughs> his whole wallet. Just take my wallet. Buy her something nice to eat. Go, buddy. Go meet your mom. Oh. Oh my god, it's so cute. It's so sweet. So much anxiety, though. Yeah, because... the next second. Yeah, oh my god. They show Youngju in the hospital because he OD'd, and his uncle goes crazy. Oh, crazy. And decides Gecko to kill... face uncle <laughs> goes off the tracks. <laughs> he takes the full... He takes the full mental breakdown and decides to murder. Decides to murder Young Ho. And he goes... After his car. After his car. Who is not... It's not being driven by Young Ho. It's being driven by Jun Song. And you know Young Ho has the power. Yeah, Manager Min (laughs) hooked him up with that information because Manager Min is a ghost. Yeah, he's everywhere. (laughs) But also Young Ho sometimes... Somehow teleports to the road that they are all on. Yeah, because that's his superpower is being where He's someone needs. Yeah, where someone needs rescuing. And he runs. Um, Gecko face off Gecko the road. <laughs> God, someday I'll learn his name. I think it's Uncle Cha. Yeah, Gecko face off the road and ends up flipping his own car and. That's where they left off. Yeah, he flips the car, and we have not seen the next episode. Guys, we are so powerful at not spoiling this for ourselves. You're welcome. We do this for you, thousands of listeners. All of our listeners out there, all over the world. All over the listeners. We wouldn't be able to authentically cry at all of these cliffhangers. If it wasn't for you. If it wasn't real. Because we'd be watching 20 hours of K-drama straight. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Oh, so, yeah, I'm done. I'm ready to go watch the next one. Yep. This is like, before dinner, we've got to hustle and know what happens. Yeah. Um, but before we sign off, uh, and let you guys go, I mean, like, in my heart, I'd just like to assume that you guys are doing this with us. Yeah. Like, I wish we could hear your goodbyes and be like, thanks for the podcast, guys! <laughs> and be like, we'll you're see welcome. You next week. Sorry. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Um... But yeah, uh before we before we go, uh just a couple little little things. Little shout outs to us. Little shout outs to us. AKA plugs. Yep, so if you could uh if you could give a shout out to us, you can do so at our email, playonkpodcast at gmail dot com. Our website, playonk.com. Or you can hit us up on the Twitter. Ooh ooh Playonk. Playonk. At Playonk. James Hevel did our theme song. Thank you so much. Thanks, James. Uh, it's such a good theme song. Uh, watch for James Hevel because he's the truest talent in all of the land. In all of the land. And please contact us and let us know what you think of the podcast, what you think of Oh My Venus, what you think of all these emotions. I literally beg you every week. We still have not heard from anyone. So please. every single week. We I heard will... from Rika's mom. Oh, yeah, my mom. My mom. Listened to that. Listened to us. Oh, and uh, we we have a couple of good friends that that have follow us on Twitter. Have followed us so on join Twitter. Them. Yeah, and, and you can be their good friends as well. If we actually reach a thousand followers uh, someday, then I can stop making my thousand followers jokes. So if you make that <laughs> Do happen, it for that. yeah. Also, I don't know why I said you can be their friends on Twitter. Like, you can be their friends, but you can also be our friends. Yeah, be, like, we want friends. Like, be our friends and be their friends. Just like a big old, big old friend group. Friend group. Let us know. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.